Welcome to Sound and Vision, conversations with contemporary artists and musicians about the creative process. Here's the host of Sound and Vision, Brian Alfred. Sound and Vision is sponsored by Golden Artist Colors. Manufactured in upstate New York, an employee-owned company, Golden makes the best acrylics, oil paints, and watercolors that you can buy. You can find them in your local art store, or you can find them online at goldenpaints.com. Prudence Flint is a Melbourne-based artist. She's held solo exhibitions in Dublin, Sydney, Melbourne, Canberra, and Hobart, and has exhibited in major state and regional galleries. She's a seven-time finalist in the Archibald Prize. She won the Len Fox Painting Award in 2016, the Portia Gitch Memorial Award in 2010, and the Doug Moran National Portrait Prize in 2004. Reproductions of Prudence's paintings have recently appeared in international publications, including Juxtapose, High Fructose, O Comely, It's Nice That, and Printed Pages. I spoke with Prue from her place in Melbourne for a chat about finding her voice, a long road on the creative path, ambient music in the studio, taking time to make work, and much more. Here's our conversation. We have reality TV now and all kinds of things. And That's what happened disturbing. yesterday? Uh, yes. What happened yesterday? That was extremely disturbing. I'm, totally. How do you find it? How are you? Um, well, okay. Here's my theory. I mean, those kind of crazy, like kind of like conspiracy theorists exist all the time, right? So it's just the internet and social media lets them congregate yes. and, and it adds yes. fuel to that fire of like yep. you know, conspiracies and, and then they can congregate easy because yep. they can set up a yep. date and time. Communication. So I, I generally think things are slowly getting better it's just there's a platform for the not mm. so great part of things mm. to be a little more Mm. Um, aggressive you know I mean if you look at yesterday you also we had you know uh, a black reverend from Georgia get elected to the yep. senate and yeah no I totally you know, agree with you I, I think I know. it's like you know mm. one step yep. forward yeah, yeah. A step back yep. and and hopefully people just and Facebook has um, banned Trump from tweeting and yeah so that's pretty interesting yeah I mean it's I was talking to my dad about that, and I, I, I said, you know, that, well, they banned Trump for Twitter for a little bit. It's almost more of an indictment of where we are that we have a president that's just using Twitter all the time. I mean, <laughs> like, 3 o'clock in the morning tweeting. It's like, yeah. is, that, is that the job? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? Know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, things get, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you, there's a guy, and everyone's like, well, that... And, and you know being a New Yorker you know Trump like you know him mm. from New York and mm. you're just like that yeah. guy you know yeah. but if you're not from New York you don't understand that they were like oh he's, he's different he's gonna come in and just say the hell with it I'm gonna do things my way and yeah it went it went south real quick and we kind of the people who knew him knew that that's what you were gonna get but yes yes but some people stuck with it mm. it's disturbing mm. But, um, mm. you know, sometimes I look at it this way. If you have a really disgusting, grubby basement that's dark and always ignored, you go down there with a light to clean it up. You're going to find some funky stuff. But if you don't shine the light on it, you're never going to see yeah, it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's there. So you, you think pretend that's it's what was there. yesterday? You think that's what? I think that um, as progressive ideas and and culture shifts and, and things yeah. become more progressive than those who are anti that become desperate and then they start to act out. It's almost yeah. like that yeah. idea. I don't know. It if was this like is an acting not. out yesterday. It was yeah, a real, yeah. it was a very, totally. very crazy and that it was allowed to happen. That was the other thing that it wasn't yeah. totally just stopped quickly. And well, that's another that, side of it. It's the, mm. the, the racism yeah. and the, you know, and the, yes. that yes. kind of side of it too. It's like, yeah. you know, and when it's starting to get cold in the fall 
Yes. I don't know if you have this phenomenon, but you know, the bees get a little wacky. Yes. You know, they know yeah, they're yeah. going out and yeah, they're, yeah. they're going to try to sting you on the way out and go yeah, out with yeah. a bang. You no, know, I, I feel like I, that's I, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Mm. But time mm. will tell. Mm. It's now a my Mimo's my Mimo's going, so it yeah, it's all going. Nice. <laughs> so, um, real quick, what is your favorite Hitchcock movie? Oh, I have to think about that one. I like bits of a lot of them. Some of them I can't even. They're crazy. They're just vertigo. Just I cannot even keep up with the plot. But parts of them. I just love his sense of humor and perversity yeah. and birds. Yeah, birds is a wacky. I personally, Rear Window, I think, is an amazing mm. movie. Mm. I love the idea of that a movie just happens from pretty much one vantage point the whole movie. Mm. Mm. But he was kind of master of that. You know, have yeah. you ever seen Rope? Yeah. It's yeah. One. It's basically one cut. I mean, I think he, there was mm. like one or two edits mm. in it, but it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're like paintings in a way, you know? Yeah. Yes. Um, mm. So, yeah. So, um, tell me about you. Where'd you grow up? What's What was childhood like? Okay. Um, that's a big question. Right. I grew up. I grew up in a little kind of sleepy little suburb down the road called Parkdale. It was mm-hmm. probably about 10 minutes from the beach. We live we live on Port Phillip Bay here, so now I just live kind of about you know twenty minutes up the road. I live in St Kilda, which is kind of um, I'm probably a little nearer to the beach now. So yeah. um, I had a pretty middle class uh, upbringing. I went to a Catholic girls' school. Um, we had nuns and the whole bit, and I you know did that for the, my whole school and. Uh, then I went on and did design for four years, graphic design, and um, I thought I wanted to work for a magazine, a women's magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hence me liking that painting of yours with the, the Prada. <laughs> right. I saw that a few years ago. It must have been about five years ago, and it stayed. I loved the colours and the, I loved the um, the stairs and the how you centred the beginning. So. Yeah, I um, but and I did a few jobs for magazines, and um, but kind of realized that I was a bit of a dreamer, and that I wanted to go on and do my own thing, and I, that was what I was good at, and um, and it's actually really hard doing briefs for magazines. It's yeah. like really, you know, I wasn't really equipped in my character for it, and um, right. so I went back to art school, and. Um, yeah, and I started painting women. So that was way back in 1990, basically. So I finished art school about 1990. And um, it's been a pretty slow, <laughs> you know, 30 years. <laughs> I've been just slowly. <laughs> really, I do. I, I, I am pretty, I'm pretty dogged and slow. And but, you know, I have pretty much worked all through that on my paintings and I've stayed painting oil with oil and um, I used to paint quite small on board and they've slowly got bigger and um, so now I paint on linen and you know they're, they're all about 120 140 centimeters so and I work in a room at home um, I live upstairs so I've got quite good light northern light and um, I work in a kind of a biggest bedroom and I usually have about three paintings going in in there. Yeah. Which is about as many as I can hold in my head. I start getting right, a headache right. if I've got too many going. Yeah, yeah. How mm. um how long have you been working at home? I've been in this studio for about 20 years. Yeah. So you put and in I your 10,000 hours. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Some of those just sitting on the couch, getting pissed off, and right. um, <laughs> <laughs> haven't we all? So you know, uh, I have spent. You know, it's been a bit of a. Um, I think there have been times in my, you know, painting life where I've been quite stuck for periods. I look back now and think, you know, I went off and did fiction writing for a little bit, and um, 
but that was actually really great for me. And, um, you know, so I've, I've had periods where I've really slowed down and kind of hit a wall and then, and then it's kind of, and then I've, you know, pushed through and then the work starts to speed up and get momentum. And, um, so these days I, I don't suffer it too much in there. Work seems to be kind of the easiest part of my life now. I kind of, um, there seems to be an ease in there, whereas uh, earlier on, I think I used to, um, you know, agonise, just confidence. I used to kind of, uh, I think I wasn't happy with the work as much. And yeah. I don't know, it's a strange process, as you would understand. It's right, right. Yeah, do you I feel relate like, to um, that or do you? No, no, I, I, I agree. I, I think there's something that I'm, realizing and and talking to people at a certain point and I feel it myself that I think you get to a certain point I don't know if it's like a 10,000 hour type thing a certain amount of time that you spend doing what you do where it starts to transition from like you're saying like that pressure or this feeling of I've got to do this or it's it's managing expectations or expectations of your own work and development and change and all yes. that to where you start to get comfortable in you know what I'm just going to push this where I want to push it hmm. I'm only going to push it as far fast as I want to and you it's kind of like that and you've got a little you, and you've got a bit of success behind it you kind of know that that you kind of start trusting that yeah. you you do reach some point that is almost be, beyond what you understand so it's kind of you kind of have to just trust that mysterious process of working and and just going there and yeah i think i've i do that a lot more now just definitely i think you mm. you earn that you know that yes that sort of, just by um, time and just yeah pr- and just doing the work and just staying in there sometimes and right i often wonder if it's a false sense of confidence and maybe that's not improving the work and it's more of just I'm getting older and I'm like well screw you like, I'm doing what, what I want to do yeah <laughs> if you don't like it I tough. know <laughs> I know and uh and this is what it is and and it does something for me at the end yeah. of the day I enjoy doing it right because there gets to be a point where I get I get excited by it so you can't really question that at the end of the day, can you? You got to. Well, I'm, I mean, you if you did and you could, but then you <laughs> might be miserable doing what you do. Yeah. You know, do like you want to spend can't... all your life doing something for someone else, or do you want to excite someone else? No. Right. Right. At <laughs> <laughs> a certain point, you're just like, I'm going to do what I want to do, what I'm compelled mm. by. But I think that's yeah. truly. I mean, I guess in school and art school, you're trying to find your voice or whatever. But the ideal situation is that when you, quote unquote, find your voice, basically, that's just you finding a way to listen to yourself and what you are motivated to do and what you want to keep doing. And and that might come off as being like flippant and like, I don't care what you think. You know what, critic? Who cares? I'm, yeah. I'm, because yeah. if I'm not really interested in it, how is anyone else going to be interested in it? And that's a loaded journey as a woman. I think is particularly gendered because I think, yeah. um, I think that was my interest as well because um, I think I was interested in that voice that was kind of um, struggled to get heard and struggled to kind of have serious meaning in 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 the world of meaning and what and how it gets visualized and so I think because that was my my particular interest um it it has been a a kind of a checkered journey for me I think it's um because I kind of had to go there and and let the work almost um suffer it itself you know had to kind of go there so there wasn't any easy way out for me um right Mm. Yeah, that I, I would imagine, you know, I, I don't know if you're keen to talk about it or not, but that idea of, you know, like the art world is so, I mean, just not gender equal at all. And, you know, it's it's a legacy and it's been recorded and to yeah. this day of. Yeah. And, you know, that idea that you have to, as an artist, you have to push your vision and you really yeah. have to, you know, have that confidence and say, this is what I'm doing and have conviction and, and, and that drive and be aggressive in the sense that you want to share that. And, and then 
the portal to that is quite often through men and sexism and you know just uh, you know it's like it's like um my wife would Mm. say you know like going to work as a woman in new york city is like a whole different like you know the the crap you got to deal with just to get to the workplace you know and the (laughs) stuff you got to hear yeah which as men we just don't have to deal Mm. like it's just you know Mm. we get a pass on that so Mm. i mean is that I don't want to yeah. say, of course it's conscious, but I mean, I'm sure that's like a, a giant hurdle. How does that manifest itself in your creative process and in your drive of making work? Do you, you know, ignore it, put blinders on it? Do you fight it? Like, how does it work? Well, well now I feel like it's my ticket because I kind of feel like I, I've i got something to push up against. I, I actually feel like there's something, I've got something to do with my yeah. work and... Um, and I, I actually feel, I, I used to feel like I struggled with it a lot more. Now I actually feel like I do have a voice and I, I'm, a, I'm always, I'm always, I love it when women respond to the work and men, but when women, I, I feel like women really understand my work. Yeah. I mean, that's such a generous general statement but I but I love it when they understand what I'm what I'm trying to do and um and they 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 relate to the figures and how I um sit the bodies and um that really reassures me so I feel pretty optimistic about it all now I feel that I do I do have a voice now and it does get heard and um Probably it's been a pretty full-on journey the last 30 years. I think um, I've had to go through it. I've had to live it out and, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's really um, insightful because that kind of communication, when you make an image and you're talking about maybe the difference between how women see the work and men see the work. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that kind of communication is so contingent upon like the dialogue, like what they're getting out of it. And it's this two way street sort of thing. Like as a man and looking at your work, I see compelling images and I Mm. see form and formal issues and I see the body and they're intriguing Mm. as paintings in relation to Mm. other images. I think I, I guess I see them more as images I'm imagining than maybe a woman would be putting themselves in that position, which a man just can't do. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if this is going to get me into some sort of like... I know, like I know, because there are different... I know. I don't know. <laughs> just, just I know, I, but it's, yeah, I, I get what you're... I get what you're saying. But because there are some men who do say pretty insightful things about the work, and I think, yeah, there's this kind of... Um, it's, it's always blurry boundaries, but, but it, it, there, is a, there is a kind of general... Um, I, I do get amused at the different kinds of readings I get from for the work and um, right. yeah I yeah and I mean how does a trans person see the work it's not binary yes, necessarily totally and then totally there's going to be men yeah. who look at the work who are like hepped up testosterone macho and then there's yeah. going to be yeah. men who and they are, run quote, from unquote, the room yeah. I've had I've had men run from the my girl you know when I've had a show and they just want to get out of the room I've been that's told sa- they just, I think that's saying something just, about <laughs> the current condition of that person <laughs> running from something (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah um, i guess you could vet people that you want that you would like no it's been pretty interesting i've had i've had a man i remember i was talking to this collector group and this man said to me are these are these women bored (laughs) i remember thinking that says something about you mate yeah (laughs) i think so it's it's not doing something for him so he's like this is well, Are they he's, bored? Cause and not. yes, I'm, he's not obviously not going there. Is he? He's not going there. He's right. He's outside of it, and um, mm, I don't know. I find it funny when people say to me, you know, why, why isn't she smiling or something? And I think, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because. <laughs> I get, and I kind of think, but it's a painting. It's not. It's not a kind of an ad. It's like right. It's 
you know, and it's kind of how up, you know, when you're on your own, you, you're not smiling. It's not a smiling thing. I don't know. It's not that, that the painting can be smiling as such. The colours right. can be smiling. You know, you make, yeah. you know, it's a painting has got to be something else and more. And Right. Yeah. I think generally <laughs> there's a, a, a population of viewers <laughs> who, who anytime they see something that's down um, or yeah. could be yeah. seemingly <laughs> depressing or, or oh, looking yeah. at the dark side of something, they can be, like, oh, are you okay? Is there something? <laughs> like, why aren't you painting happy scenes? You know what I mean? So, I know, but I people. find happy scenes really disturbing, especially around Christmas and New Year. And I, I actually right. find them really depressing. So, right. uh, there, um, yeah, so that's, that's, um, that's um yeah <laughs> yeah no i get that and i conversely i think some of the images that i'm drawn to are pretty are yeah. pleasing and there is a, a sort of discomfort in that you know Ambivalence. like kind of playing the both directions yes. like where you'll take a scene where there's something obviously like a negative connotation to what it is or what's happening, but it looks beautiful. So there's yes. this tension dynamic yes. between the two. And I would and think what, that if that's there's... That's what Hitchcock gets too. I think exactly. there's, yeah, there's yeah. always humor in his murders and he never he never shies away from making fun of, you know, the, the absurdity and tra- tragedy. So Totally, yeah. I just saw that one, did he... Um, this is going to drive people crazy. Or, and I love Hitchcock. But I just recently saw a film of his that I never saw before, and it's about a guy who's a painter. Have you seen that one? Oh, what's I it forget. called? Uh, people, people are shouting right now, like, it's this, you... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I think no, I but do. The, it's hilarious. I mean, there's so many jabs yeah, at painting in late, that thing. It's a later one. <laughs> yeah, and he's like an abstract painter, and he's yeah, a goof. And yeah. It's just great. Yeah. I mean, he has yeah. that tongue-in-cheek yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. a lot of it's dark, you know? Yeah. There's like dark and stuff women, in there. women in there the women are always dark yeah but they have an edge to them i love that he he kind of they're always a little bit out of reach and control and un, you know they're then they're always out to fight back somehow right. yeah they're they're i mean related to the era i would imagine they're a little more empowered and like kind of yeah I mean, albeit quirky, but like this strong kind of like, mm. you know. But yeah, in Rear Window, uh, she's uh, she's amazing. Mm. You know, she's the mm. one who's got it together. Yeah. And he's feigning to be the <laughs> professional or the you yeah. know the guy who's in control of the situation, but he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty. It's pretty amazing stuff. Uh, do mm. you do you find a lot of um, inspiration in in narrative Mo- cinema and yes. movies? And yes. Yes. I would imagine. Yeah, I watch a lot of movies. Maybe not as much anymore, but I I have in the past. I've been a really obsessive about movies. I yeah. probably listen to music more now. Um, right. Yeah, you know how you go through stages. I yeah. I had the same thing. I when I was in college, there was like a um, like a videotape rental place. And they had that special where it was like 25 cents. This might date me. It was like 25 cents a night for like a certain group of movies. Yes. And um, I would get like the classics, like all those, uh, the Criterion collection were all just like a quarter a night. And I would burn through, I'd spend summers just after dinner, watch movies. Yes. You know. Yes. And we have uh, a place nearby doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now I guess you can get everything online. It's so easy. Yes. yeah. But yeah, it was so nice to just like, you know, in the summers when there was no courses or anything, I would just paint all day, go yes. make spaghetti every single yeah. day, and then yes, afterwards yes. watch like three great movies, you know. Mm. And I, yes. I feel like I I did pretty well, you know. Yes. I got a little bit of like the history of cinema in that time. Yes. Yes. No, I can imagine. Yeah. Mm. And now so, we have all these series that are amazing. On that's TV. true. Yeah. And. And a lot of them, I mean, because you can binge watch them now. Yeah. So, yeah. like, back in the day when we would watch TV shows, you had to wait for the next week. So you didn't really yeah. get this feeling of, yeah, like, yeah. the entirety of it, right? Yeah. And now it's like, you know, yeah. if it's, like, eight episodes long for a season, that's a long movie. Mm. That's, like, yeah. an hour. That's, like, yeah. eight hours. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. But you can they watch it like that. get to really tell a story and, 
Yeah. Are there any? Do you have any favorites? I'm not. Admittedly, I'm bad at watching TV. Like I'm not as um, um, frequent as I should. I'm watching The Crown at the moment, which I'm actually quite enjoying. Oh, what's? Oh, the, the, I don't know that. The Crown. It's about the royal family. So, is it good? But it's kind of a story of a woman. I kind of looking at it it's symbolically. It's about a woman in authority and how, how she struggles with, you know, holding her authority and all the trouble it causes in her life. Like I look at it as a symbolic story. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, and it's historically interesting. And I, um, I just finished watching I May Destroy You, which is really full on. Um, uh, it's written by a, a writer, and she's the actress in it. It's a little bit like Fleabag. Have you seen Fleabag? No, I haven't. Again, this mm. is embarrassing, but I've I've been yeah. poor at. <laughs> well, these are these are series that have been written by women. They're acted. The, the main a- actor is a woman, so they're yeah. acting in their own story. So they're pretty powerful stories, and um, uh, yeah, so I really enjoy those. So, so those are kind of giving you um, some some inspiration. Maybe oh, not yeah. directly yeah, visually, yeah. but yeah, just yeah. Not, narrative. Yes, always, always. I love I love a I love a female protagonist, and yeah. I you know I will definitely I relate to them, and yeah. So with your work, one thing I was, I mean, I admittedly I try not to. I'm gonna. I don't do a ton of research on people yeah. because I kind of want to come in a little fresh yeah, but sure. I don't know like do with your work are you setting up scenes or is it purely imaginative like what's the 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 way that you approach an image is it sketching is it seeing something and then it comes up later in the studio um I usually will go with a se- that there'll be a kind of a see ah what happens this usually there'll be an idea that I'll get mm. like I'll like I'll get an idea of I want to do a woman in a bathroom and and um and then that sets off about seven paintings I'll so so I've done about probably seven or ten paintings on women in bathrooms all variations of it and and now I'm doing a series of women sitting on beds so until I've exhausted it I'll I'll keep on I'll, I'll you know I'll keep on doing that so I think I like repeating uh you know so I I kind of have a kind of template and then the variations I I love the variations that that allows me to explore like the colors the shapes so the small you know those kind of aspects will become quite important and create completely different atmospheres and um so that's that's kind of how I usually work I'll get an idea like a woman sitting at a table and then all the variations of that what that opens up for me there'll be a simple idea and um yeah. and I, I did I did a whole series of women sitting at tables with eggs you know diff- so now I mean I'm now I've been doing these women on beds and I wonder when I'm gonna I've, st- I've got another one that I've got in my head and I want to and I'm trying to think about how I'm going to do it and um and the colors and so yeah so that's how I work I'll kind yeah. of have a yeah you get a little streaky with the subject. I get that way too. I feel like when I was younger, when I first came out of grad yeah. school, I was like obsessed with moving through imagery. Yeah. Like I would just not repeating yourself. Exactly, and like jumping know, around because, like a flea. Yeah. You know, like yeah, oh, I yeah. got to do this, and that's too close to that, and and yes. then I feel like as I've gotten older, like I'll get into like over um, the lockdown when it was really bad. You know, when we were yes. just I was in here every single day at home. Yes. We have kind of a nice view of the New York City skyline, and the sunsets were, became important for some reason. Yes, and it was just yes. like a like a show every night, you know. Yes, but it, it was <laughs> it was emblematic of of like the idea of nature and outside that I was basically yes. shut off from for months. Yes, so, so I you was literally pi- couldn't go outside. You literally no, we couldn't. weren't. I mean, technically, I guess we could have, but we were trying to be very careful because a uh, family who's yes. high at risk, and you know, yeah, we were. Yeah. You know, so you we, couldn't just, go for walks. You couldn't go for well. I could, but when you live in New York City in a crowded apartment yes, building yes, with elevators yes, and yes, you go outside and there's people everywhere, you know, it's 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 not yeah, like yeah. I, I no, had I friends who went upstate and they were just able to go frolic and yeah, we were like, yeah. Damn. So how did you get food and how did you get food, food kick to, like delivery? 
Oh, boy. Fresh so Direct, really, all those things. Really were. We went okay. hard. We went wow. hard in the uh, in the quarantine paint. We were like, yeah. you know, it was Clorox yep. wipe and everything, and mm. so. So you did a sun- series on the sunset. Yeah, I was so. taking pictures every night, and I was started to just make. All, I was doing paper collages because they're smaller, and yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I must have done you know, like twenty of them, or yeah, or maybe more, and they were all mm. the, the fascinating like. I'm fascinated with the idea that it's that same view, but every mm. single night it's different. You yeah. know, there's subtle differences, and yeah. to me, that's like you know, there's something. Well, you and I also I also feel like I learn by repeating because yes. I I actually go to another level of um, the detail and the surface and the colors begin to really become the painting. So it's right. less about. The na- maybe less about the narrative and more about painting and what and what it can evoke the atmosphere that it can evoke and um that's really well put because you do it's about the process and that becomes yes. like content and very interesting like if you're like a musician a saxophonist and you're playing like a new jazz song every night you're just yeah. approaching that song and you move on but if you're yeah. playing like embraceable you every single yeah. night and all those the nuances mic- of it yeah, like micro changes of a note yes. start to become really significant. Yeah. And then you learn more about the emotive power of a shift of a note or a sound totally. that you would just blow through if you were just yeah, going yeah, through a new yeah. song every night. Yeah. But so then you get again, to know an image. You get to really know yes. an image of what... And then the paint has to offer up something. So the colours and the, the tones and the shapes. And, and so the variations uh, become really important. And I... Right. I kind of and I I get quite um I mean I'll get really excited about a a new painting right I'm I've kind of 50% already know a lot of the aspects of it are going to be are going to work for me so then I can concentrate on just the nuances and that that can be that's maybe what I'm interested in the yeah all the different atmospheres I can create and and I'm always interested in what I'm going to come up with because each one will capture something different well hopefully yeah um one of my favorite artists is on kawada the japanese artist who did the date every day and um it's just the date you know what i mean but there's something so compelling about the the sort of monastic focus yes Yes. of just doing that same thing those days are so different if you have yes a a contextual relationship to those yes you know yes I, i just think that's Mm. It's no, an I do, and I also do. I also do it with my. I sew and I knit, and I'll do it as the same with with my. When I knit myself a jumper, I'll knit the same jumper over and over, and in different colours. And sometimes I'll I'll just find myself knitting the sleeves too long on one of them. I don't know why I did it, but it's just you know, it's kind of like everyone is every jumper is a little bit different, and yeah. So I, it's the same kind of things. I love repetition, and I love I the variation. Too. Yeah. I think it's 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 a beautiful thing like this the person who just bakes cookies every single day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or yeah. like people who do dim sum and they just fold yeah. those dumplings or something. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. devote like every yeah. day to doing that. That's kind of mm. amazing. Mm. It's really all like that is art in a way, you know? Yes. Yes. Um not to boil it down to, you know, baking a cookie. <laughs> <but> <laughs> People are throwing things at their headphones right now. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) So you do listen to music now when you're painting? Definitely. um, I'm very curious as to your musical taste because I could imagine going in different directions, but that's just based on no knowledge uh, of you other than seeing your images. (laughs) I'm definitely an ambient. I like like ambient music. I like classical. Yeah. I'm pretty... um, When I walk, I'll listen to something a bit more, you know, full on, but... Definitely, when I'm in the studio, I like really kind of atmospheric, briny, you know. Yeah. Music for airports. Yes, that kept me going for quite a few years. Before I had Spotify, I used to just play that over and over in my studio. Do you like uh, like Do you like ambient stuff like Seafeel or bands like that that are? I don't know that one. I'll write it down. There was kind of a. It was a, in the era of shoegazers, you know, the British like shoegazer stuff, and it was just kind of like guitar, like it was band stuff, but it was just ambient. Mm. It was very 
kind of, I don't know. So how do you spell that? C. S E E F E E L. Okay, I'll have a look. Mm. But and then there's a lot of electronic ambient mm. stuff. Have you ever listened like mm. Microstoria or bands like that, or not bands? No, but. I don't know. Maybe I might. I I kind of just have you know because Spotify will just make a kind of playlist for you because they and um, I listen to all kinds of stuff now. I just let it play and yeah. yeah. We should do a, a shared ambient Spotify playlist. Yes. Yes. In honor of the yes. pod, we can release it when the podcast releases. Yes. So what kind of music do you listen to? Every damn everything. I don't I listen mean, I don't listen to podcasts. I know I can't um do you listen to all kinds of music, do you? When you All kinds. Okay. It depends on the mood, but I mean I I'm just a music uh, yeah. I'm it's Into a music. fanatic is like an okay. understatement, but okay. I you know, I grew up listening to like rap music and rock yep. and roll and uh, Motown and stuff like that. And then in college, I was a jazz DJ. I played music and I just got really into everything. So whether it's like Nigerian high life or, yes, yes. you know, ragas or I'll listen yes. to Japanese shamisen music. I know I'll listen to, I, I love listening to all kinds of music too. Yeah. But and these days it's so easy. It's all right there. I know. You know? You don't have to like go find that stuff. It's, it's just at your mm. fingertips. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of a, a music polyglot, I guess. I just I, there's there's not much I don't like, mm. as long as it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> right. It's just yeah. that bar. Yeah. But when I'm working, I can't listen to podcasts so no. much. I find them exhausting. I'll kind of um, because it takes it takes a lot of. You, you want to keep track and think and I, I find I get to, I find it I end up turning it off because I just the music gives me some space so yeah, I definitely I find I prefer to listen to music yeah I do the podcast thing either really early in the morning like when I just wake yep. up yep if I'm like cooking breakfast for my son and like no one's up yet yeah that's a good time for a podcast because it just puts me in that yes. you know it gets the brain warm or when yeah, I yeah. I'm not teaching this semester, but I teach in Pennsylvania, so it's like a four-hour drive. Wow. Oh, I, yes, I'm, the car's good for that. Yes. That's great because yes. I used to rock out the music and I would think, okay, this will keep me awake, loud music, but after mm. a while that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, but if yeah, you're engaging yeah. your mind, you can yep. stay awake. So Yeah. So you had to do the teaching by Zoom this this last year? Uh, yeah, I'm on course release this past semester, but yeah, it was, mm. it, when it happened in the spring, we went, you know, before spring break, we were, yep. we were just a normal and then we went off yes. spring break and we never came back. And yes. so yeah, yeah, it went something remote. Like that's what, that's kind of what happened to us too. Yeah. And this semester I'll be, it's fully remote. So, I yep. mean, some people are doing hybrid, but, um, I'm doing mine remote. Yeah, I think we're actually going back to school in February, so I, I'll be back teaching in on campus. So yeah, because it's almost eradicated here, but there's little it pops up everywhere. But it's right. um, hopefully it's not that bad. Is there not, there's not travel restrictions or testing restrictions yes. coming in? Yes. See, advantage of island life. Yes, yes, I know, and they're really they're doing contact tracing, and they get it they get a lid on it very quickly. So. Yeah. Um, we had we had about a month of it totally eradicated from um, Victoria, but uh, a few few cases have popped up just over Christmas. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, mm. I think the uh, the Palau story is really compelling. They have not a single case there. Yes, they shut yes. down in January, mm. and they yes. and they started vaccinating people there. So Palau is yep. like a country where there's yep. not a single case. It's pretty yeah. amazing. Mm. But that's hard to do these days with, yeah. you know, in New air York, travel. I, can, I think you're in a pretty tricky place. Uh, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's funny because, you know, they were talking about that new variant and they were yep. saying, well, oh, they found a case in England. Yes. It's like, as soon as they know that there's a new variant, it's already in New York. Someone yeah. is here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah. can't find it fast enough. Like yeah, if yeah. people travel so much, it's, it, you yeah. can't contain it, you know? Yeah. It makes mm. it difficult. But so it's been a little more manageable where you are. It's not yeah. quite the Yeah, the we panic. were in lockdown for a while last year for quite a few months. But, um, you know, I still got out and 
met friends for walks and I wasn't yeah. too isolated so I got through it right so mm. you have uh, I guess it's, it's nice to not feel quite so but well, how do you feel about see the thing that uh, that I thought about teaching is you know the students are probably going to be okay it's the professors who are I know. at risk I you know, know. <laughs> yes I know like a 19-year-old's going to be like, what? What COVID? Yeah, like yeah. they get it and they don't even <laughs> yeah. feel it, you know? I mean, yeah. for the most part. But yeah, for, yeah. for professors, they're the ones who are in the, the battle zone at risk, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you nervous to go back? Or? Um, well, the numbers are pretty good. So I'm, no, I th- I'm not worried about it too much. But yeah. We'll see. What mm. do you generally teach? What, what courses? I teach drawing and painting. I, um... So I teach life drawing and painting, which I love because I get to work with a model and it's very practical, hands-on. And, um, you know, it, it feeds my work. I actually, I work, I, you know, I, I work with all models that I love and um, it's fun. I, yeah. I don't do too much. I only do a day a week. And so I had to teach on Zoom last year and... I had to oversee projects and, you know, the students are showing me work online, you yeah. know, and it wasn't the same. It was Well, how do you do figure drawing online? Yeah, well, you can't. So we had to, we had to just set them projects and yeah. they draw, kind of, draw from like yeah. films yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, it wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't the same, but yeah, we'll be starting I, back in February. I agree, though. I teach, I mean, I don't teach it that much, but occasionally I'll teach like an advanced figure drawing class and I love it. It's yeah. so great. Yeah. And, you know, my representational chops, like, I, you know, I'm not drawing yeah. the figure all the time, but uh, yeah. I love getting back into it, you know? Yeah. And just seeing in, in that sort of the life that is in that um, Yeah. And I, I, I'm about to start, I organize life drawing just locally here and that, that's about to start Monday. So I'll... I try and do life drawing, um, you know, regularly. I love it. Yeah. Just, it affects things. It just, it's just like exercise. It just kind of gets everything. Um, you know, it's like a, uh, just working from life is really great because I actually don't work from life. I, I, I get my friends to model for me and I take photos and I find if I have, uh, time that I'm working from life as well it's a really good combination because they kind of feed each other so yeah, yeah it's just it gets you in a particular habit of seeing yeah yes a, and you yes. push your seeing in a different way when you're looking at the figure yeah than you do in your imagination and when you hybrid yes. those together that's yes. ideally a great situation yeah it's like a, I've got nutrients to bring to the photos then right. and um yeah. But I love working from photos too because it leaves me private in my studio. Um, because I often, if I'll have my friend, I have my friend come over to model for me. I can't wait till they go so that I can look at the images and then start thinking, wow, right. okay. And so I have to work on my painting. Yeah, yeah. Because I find a model, you know, it's, it's like I can't, it's actually me and the painting. It's not about the model. And um, right. I get from what I, I get, what I need from the photo and it's very specific what I need and um the rest I will make up I just make a lot of the painting up and um as I've got older and a little and more uh experience with drawing I I let myself do that more now and kind of enjoy it and um and it frees me up and then I then I get reference when I need it from but I don't get too worried about it. Yeah. It's like as long a, as it uh, looks convincing enough. and Right. It's like a farm-to-table restaurant. You want to get those ingredients and bring them back. You don't want to cook in the farm. No. The field. <laughs> no. no. Take what you need. Yeah. You come back and you, you bring it yeah, back and to I the want, lab. Yeah. And, and I want to sit with it and think about it. And um, it's an alchemy that needs to happen. And I need to sit and take from it what I need and... It's not really about the model that they contribute because I have this one model I'm working with at the moment, Izzy, and she's, she's so great. She's, she's six foot tall. So she's very monumental and she always 
comes over and she says, what do you want me to wear, Prue? And, and I go, Izzy, you, you always just bring whatever, you know, just wear whatever. And she always comes in these amazing, she's got great taste <laughs> and wacky taste in clothes. And it always just works, you know, she just. That's great. She always wears great shoes and it all just works. And she said to me, I had to, I had to ask her to model the other day for this kind of quite loaded image. And, and she said, what do you want me to do with my expression? And I go, Izzy, you're, you're doing it. It's, <laughs> you're already. Just you do I, you. <laughs> yeah, she knows. She doesn't need, I don't need to tell her anything. And um, so the, the images are quite, like they come up and I'm, um, on my computer and I'm it's like whoa okay there yeah that's so a fortunate that. that's a fortunate yes. relationship that's like finding someone in yes. a band that you don't have to tell them yes. what to play you just like yes. yeah you got it you know yes and our relationship isn't complicated so that's good too and um no she's she's a great model for me so, that's um, great yeah. um with with your career because you've been like you said you've been doing it a while mm. how what's the like when you got out of school, when did you start showing and uh, what's the gallery relationship yeah, like and how's well, that under the game? Well, it's all been a bit slow with me. I, I, I've been showing all along in the 30 years, but I think um, I started showing in artists run spaces earlier on and then probably, you know, 10 years passed and I, I, got, I got into a gallery, Nellie Caston Gallery, and it was, it's quite an, it was quite a good gallery and... Um, things things were really uh amped up and I, I won a few prizes I I started entering um portrait prizes and I won a prize in 2004 where I won a hundred thousand dollars and wow. that for That's Australian dollars and yes it was a fantastic prize and I it was very much out of the blue and um it changed my life basically because I my work started to sell and I um I started getting commissions and I didn't have to teach as much and I got I started getting better work and it, it just shifted everything around it was like this kind of slow shifting of things and um then I won a few more prizes and I just got very dogged and focused after that and um and yeah and then so what happened then then I suppose I've changed galleries a few times and and then um about four three years ago um mother's tank station approached me from dublin and Mm -hmm. they've got a gallery in london and um so now i'm starting to show my work internationally and that's so now i have a problem now where i i actually can't keep up with i i like at the moment i'm i i've sold a lot of my past work so i really don't have any past work anymore and i (laughs) you can't pull from the vault (laughs) yeah and so now i i whereas i used to have kind of past work i could re-show work i wouldn't sell out have sell out shows and i would re-show some of the work and so i wasn't i didn't i wasn't under as much pressure to produce work whereas now i'm i'm under pressure and i have to manage that now where because I'm waiting to finish nine. I've got to produce. I've got to finish nine paintings before Fanola from Mother's Tank Station will create them overseas. And um, so that's a lot of paintings for me. That's that's really probably two years work for me. Yeah. And and you know I'm trying and and I'm trying to kind of up the ante, but I feel like there's a there's a kind of a a level of uh, intensity that I need to keep and it's got a kind of a it's got a rhythm to it and and if I overstep that rhythm the painting I don't know something can't happen or something I feel yeah. like I can't rush them and it, it um it's like a, a rhythm I've got to know with the work and you know it's like waiting for layers to dry and ideas to pop up and and the, how they kind of need to have their how you conceive them and waiting and I know there's a certain timing of it all that I have learnt to trust over a long period of time and I feel I'm I'm just watching trying to amp that up Mm, not so sure not so sure I'm behaving myself (laughs) 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 in the way that um, the gallery would like me to because I 
just yeah it's just I work at the pace I work and um, so yeah nine paintings is a lot of paintings for me to to um, finish yeah right yeah that's I mean if I would imagine if you're not a really quick painter I mean that's you know but can you do the thing where you just give your dates and give yourself enough time or is it the kind of thing where when there's interest in the work the gallery is always going to push you for more work or faster but then maybe you tell them you got to hold off like it it can't can't just crank these things out well it's the first time really that I haven't had backlog to kind of uh help me out so it's I've kind of this this new nine paintings is really um a lot of work for me to produce for a show so it's like I'm I'm just gonna have to you know I I've been working pretty hard and I I'm just gonna have to they're going to be finished when they're going to be finished. So that's right. the situation. But, um, are you are you uh, like myself, where I can't have anyone in my studio doing anything? Oh, I couldn't imagine that. That would no. I, I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't. No assistance or that anything. Would, no, that would get in the way. I don't know. I'm my. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm divided enough. Who I couldn't. I'm. I've got assistance in here. I'm not. Right, I'm right. not. I've got. <laughs> I couldn't have a nap or no because it because it's all very whim, whimsy I have to just do what I need to do in a day I couldn't stand to be that work that workman like about it I um I find that I have to just you know I'll have a really good afternoon where I get lots done and and then I will have a pretty crappy day then you know it will, I have to let it flow I if with an assistant I think it would who knows? I've no, I've never done it, but I. Yeah. Also, it's in your home, which would be weird. Yes. Right? Yes, and there's. That's another it's like. A small little. It's a small little enterprise. It's very cottage industry here. It's not. Right. I don't, you know. Right. <laughs> I like it like that. It's just that's the way I need it to be, and I. Yeah, I couldn't. Mm. Yeah, well, that's nah. great because there's a lot of people who maybe if the demand picks up or if their work is catching, mm. you know, some demand they. They're not even hesitant to up yeah. the ante, yeah. And they do it, and it doesn't work out, or it dilutes mm. the work, or it makes things complicated. Let alone if you're already a little hesitant from the jump, then you just know that, like, hey, it's got to be the pace I'm working at, and that's got to be the way it's mm. going to be because it's not going to be mm. my work otherwise. So, yeah, and it's you've got to kind of know the nature of your work. I think you've got to know what the work is about and for you and honor that i i can yeah. see how some artists could work with assistance and it would be quite relevant and okay but i just don't know whether it would work for me i think yeah no mm. no for some people it makes perfect sense that's yeah. what it's about you know yeah but yeah i can't i just don't want anyone in a room no i want to no it's I like to i said with the like models I, I just yeah, can't yeah. wait to i kind of you know want to i want to it's me and my canvas i want to just be able to enjoy myself and not be self-conscious. And listen, listen, model. I want you in here. I want to use you and get out. <laughs> <laughs> Your time's up. Yeah, hit the, I know. hit the road. I got work to do. <laughs> yeah, that would work well with assistance. Like stretch the canvas, stretch it, Jesso. Get, get out. out. <laughs> don't linger. I don't need any. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's it's sometimes it's best to just do things yourself. Although I will say that stretching canvases at this at, oh no, at I my don't do stage, that. Whew, man, no, I don't, I never do that myself. It's no, I get I get them I get them done at a Chapman and Bailey. They do a nice oh, that's, job. That's I, perfect. So that's yeah. kind of your assistant, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I get them delivered. It's all good. I shout myself that. So that's mm. very wise. Yeah, mm. I, I, it's. I love making my own stretchers and priming them. Yes. Because I feel like this connection to it. Yes. But as I've done this for a long enough time, I'm like, you know, it's yes. just better. Just deliver the thing. Yes. <laughs> you don't need the, yes. like, yes. you know, no. knuckles Things to can go wrong. And I better, I love them to go wrong with it, not me. Because <laughs> it's quite, I work on linen that's been rabbit skinned and um, things can go wrong in that. They're, the canvases can warp and uh, yeah. you can not put enough rabbit skin on. And yeah, I'd rather, yeah. They, Man, they that do rabbit a skin glue, job. that is like 
gets it mm. tight as a drum. Yeah, your stretches yeah. have Sometimes to be Sometimes too tight. Yeah, your stretches have to be airtight because if not, mm. that's like an Ellsworth yeah, Kelly yeah. thing happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah I, I would never forget. I was in grad school and I was making these big paintings and one of my first critiques, I guess the painting was warped a little bit in the corner. Yes. And the, yeah. One of my professors who I love to this day, she's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. She was in front of me. She's like, I can't even look at this painting. She's like, oh. all I see is a corner coming up from oh, the wall. No. She's like, you spent all that. this time oh, on no. the work in the corner. Oh, no. And it was the kind of thing where... Like I never, I didn't even notice it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was, I wasn't there yeah. yet, you know. Yeah. And I looked at it, and it yeah. was like a light bulb moment. And I said, yeah. "Oh, geez, I got to figure out how to do this." Yeah, you'll have to get it restretched. I've had, I've had that happen, and I've had to go and get it restretched, and it's yeah. okay now. It's yeah, hanging Although above it is my a lo- bed. Oh, nice. It is yeah. a lot easier to do it right from the jump yes. than have to go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you ever restretch a painting? That's the worst. No. No, the no, they did it. I, I think it was because the stretcher bars were not, they were crooked. So, yeah. yeah. So they put new stretcher bars on it. So it's good now. Nice. Mm. So what do you, so are you working towards the show now? Or do you have like yes. two, basically I've two shows? Sh- yeah, I've got a show in London and it's mm-hmm. quite a, with Mother's Tank Station. It's quite a small gallery. So I'll only be hanging about, Five paintings and the yeah. rest of the paintings I think Fanola wants to take to art fairs so that's what the nine paintings will be for so I see the old art fair circuit mm. but that's all a little bit out you know up in the air at the moment because of COVID so yeah you know, um, I know. Yeah. We'll Who know? like happens. every they schedule it I just yeah. made yeah. a bunch of work for the Tokyo art fair that's supposed to yes. be in yep. March, I believe March or yep. April or something. But who? who I mean, yep. I just read a story today that they're state of emergency in Tokyo because of yes. the COVID. COVID. Yes. So, who know? I mean, we just have to yeah. keep working, I and know. whatever I know. happens, happens. But yeah, it's not yeah. easy. Uh, the The whole idea of planning things has taken I know. a little bit it's of a just, U-turn. You just have to kind of just roll through it all. Yeah, yeah. just keep keep doing what mm. you're doing but you're yeah. it sounds like you've got yourself in a really great rhythm and a like a situation to where you could just keep doing your thing right yeah yeah I'm I'm pretty happy in there at the moment I'm just you know maybe I wish I could work a little faster but it's not it's not kind of you know it'll be what it'll be I just have to be in there I'm kind of in the middle of it all at the moment so it's I'm not quite sure how fast I'm working. Sometimes I, you know, when you get to the stage where you can't actually hold them all in your head, that's all, yeah. That's when I know I've got a body of work because I actually <laughs> can't hold them all in my head. And yeah, yeah. so I think I'm, I'm almost there because I'm kind of forgetting ones and <laughs> mm, right. they're like kind of children. I'm kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. And you have to drop them at school, let them fend for yeah. themselves. It does feel like that, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think, oh, yeah, one's down there and there, oh, and that one's there, and yeah. Yeah, and I think, I don't know yet because I haven't sent mine off into the wilderness. Yes. But I feel, if it's anything the way I feel about my paintings, it'll be hard. you got to drop them off at school yes. and they have to fend for because, themselves. Yes. But but don't come back. Yes. I don't yes. need you. I know. I, I know don't need you coming back. Say, I know people <laughs> say, do you have trouble letting them go? And I suppose I no. do in a way, but then I don't. I kind of, I've got used to it. I'm pretty brutal. I, I'm pretty good at letting things, objects go now. I just, off you go. And yeah. On to the next. then I can know. make new ones. Yeah, I want to make new ones. And yeah. Yeah. It would and be. I like them finding a home. And yeah, definitely. And plus, mm. we no one has enough storage for that. No. No. <laughs> or walls. Totally. I don't I, have storage. We, we uh, for several reasons, we really want to get like a house upstate or outside the city to go yes. to and I think one yes. of the biggest reasons is you want I've story? been so lucky to trade artwork with friends over the years that I don't have the walls in our apartment yes. to, to hang it all it would be Ooh. so great to have like a mm. big yeah, house yeah. outside the city where you could just hang all that work yeah, you yeah. Know? yes goals <laughs> yes goals. oh last question are you uh, a big coffee drinker no no, I'm a, I'm a person who needs to not overstimulate myself because I'm, I'm, I'm quite high, uh, 
you know, height. I, I've got to kind of relax. Your high energy? And, yes, high energy. So I've got, to, I've got to kind of calm myself down. And So no, I have a coffee in the morning, but that's it, really. That's I'm it. Be, yeah. You're one yeah. of those people like, well. I can't. I can't have a coffee after 2 p.m. or I'll no, be up No, definitely. Night. No, totally. And i got to eat really well. Lots of vegetables and look after that myself. I do. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I've no, I look after myself. Yeah, yeah. I've got to, I, think, I always knew I'd la- I, was, I needed to live a very long life because I'm very slow. And I want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I remember telling. I remember telling a boyfriend that when I was in my 20s. I said, I, I know I'm really slow at everything. i gotta, I got to kind of... I gotta, I gotta live this really long life, and um, so it's kind of true. And um, yeah, I think with my, <laughs> it's impressive to have that foresight to be like, I want to make this last. I'm not gonna move through this stuff quick. So I, I gotta take I care of the vessel. <laughs> everything, I'm a bit. I just kind of take my time. Everything. I'm kind of. I'm very loyal, but I just take my time with you know. I, I will. Never, s- I will say that the name Prudence is. <laughs> Is well suited to that. Yes, yes. I don't make any rash decisions or no. So, um, can you share with everyone like where they could see your work and where they can follow? And are you gonna? Are do you? It would be great to see your work in New York. Yes. Well. Yes. I have. I have been. I have been in conversation okay. with with. A gallery and um, but the problem I have a problem with the you know having enough work so that's been a, an issue and I have a gallery in Sydney Fine Arts Sydney and I've got a gallery with Fanola you know Mother's Tank Station yeah and between the two galleries I'm you know it's it's hard enough so right. it's, so I ah something I'm gonna have to work something out some way of because I, I want to show in New York. I, I came to New York about, I traveled there about four years ago and I loved it. And I went around and looked at the galleries and um, I thought, yes, I'd love to show here. I've never been and I really want to go to Melbourne, but I haven't yes. been. Yes. And Sydney. Sydney's very beautiful. Yes, I would love to. I mean, I've I've been fortunate enough that my, like my work is at the National mm-hmm. Gallery of Victoria and I, I, want, I would love to see it. But yes and go there yes. but I just haven't and when I travel we go to Japan pretty well yes. before that we usually go to Japan every year and it's yes. just so far there that when we take a long trip yes. we go there yes. so it makes it hard yes. to do no, the other imagine. things yeah, and I have yeah. a friend in New Zealand who's an architect and I really want to go because it looks so beautiful mm, there I know I've never but been to New Zealand god it's mm. so far away <laughs> mm. there's far and then there's New Zealand far yes and yes a long flight mm. Yes. One yes. day. Well, yes. I'd love to One see day. the work in New York. And um, well, I'm working on it. I'm working yeah. on it. That would yeah. be great. In and um, yeah. So people can just Instagram's a great place to keep up to date with it what is. you're doing, right? Yes. Yes. Cool. Definitely. Well, thanks so much for talking to me. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. is recorded, edited, and produced by myself, Brian Alfred. You can find out more at soundandvisionpodcast.com. Check us out on Instagram at soundandvisionpodcast, and please leave a rating and review on iTunes. Many thanks to Golden Artist Colors, Brigine for the music you're hearing now, and Michael Lovett for the intro outro. And thanks to you for listening. Show